Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you up and at it this morning. Morning, Kevin. How are you, mate? Good to see you. Aaron's there as well. Jeff, how are you, mate? Yeah, I, I'm not a... Uh, <laughs> I saw the rock climbing thing at Lumiere. It's pretty cool. I'm not a big bus person, Jeff. Just between you, me, and the gatepost. I'm not great on uh, on transport, boats or buses. I get a little bit uh, of the old uh, motion sickness. Not a great uh, look for me. Airplanes aren't too bad, though. Uh, maybe if I'm driving. But anyway, hope you're well, Jeff. David, morning, mate. Good to see you. Tim. Ah, yes. That is true. I think uh, I think we're going to see an interesting spring, my friend. That is for sure. Alex, morning, mate. Hope you're well. And uh, one or two Facebook users in the behind the veil. How are we, folks? Good to see you. Hey, listen, the other night, the other night uh, at Mentoring, we had a pretty interesting guest. I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. A few of you already saw what was going on, but uh, while things warm up, I'll do the quick intros just to make sure that we uh, sort it all out. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. And if you don't, well, hello. Good to have you here. This is what we call a wealth coffee chat. Why are we doing this? Well, most of us here are mad property investors, uh, and uh, we hang out in the morning just to make sure we stay on track for our property investment goals. Uh, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Takes time to build a property investment portfolio that's got uh, that's got some get up and go on it. And uh, each morning we uh, hang out at about ten past eight. So welcome along. If you're new, say hello. Great to have you here, hanging out with this with us this morning. And uh, Luke's in the house as well. Luke, mate, good morning. Good to see you. So many of you were on the other night, but maybe uh, one or two of you missed out on the show. And uh, we talked about the idea that Australia is uh, has got a pretty crazy couple of decades ahead. Folks, can, who can remember? Can any of you remember some numbers from the other night? Uh, one or two of you might have been here. We had Jeff. Braley from McCrindle Research, who does a lot of demographic research in Australia, and talked about a few numbers that absolutely blew my noodle. I thought I had a few of those numbers sorted, but when put in perspective uh, in sort of one get up and go, uh, blew my mind. Anyone remember those numbers from the other night? Chuck it in the chat for me, because even if some of these numbers um, are even, maybe even half, even three quarters, they're still pretty impressive numbers for the future. And what does it mean for us as property investors? Pretty mad, pretty huge, pretty, yeah, pretty big, uh, big future for the world of property, property investing. And how do we navigate that is kind of the question, isn't it? Like, what do we do? What, what can we do as investors to maybe get a piece of this action and make sure, you know, make sure we're in the right place? Um, so let's jump into that this morning and let's have a bit of a talk about, uh, you know, what I saw the other night. Big shout out to Jeff and the McCrindle crew. Uh, they sent their slides through. We shared them in, in the mentoring group as well. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully you can have a bit of a look at those. So who knows what this acronym means? Tell me in the chat. PI. What does it stand for, folks? PI. The three big drivers, the three big drivers of economic value. Um, uh, is that it? Drive. No, no. That's diverse. Uh, drivers, there we go, big drivers of 
economic power when it comes to the world of property and property investing. These three need to be healthy uh, for long-term wealth, property values, and rental income for us as property investors, the big ones that drive along. The big one, the first one, P, is population. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> we've, we've had uh, some serious, yep, that's it, nice, Jeff. Um, we've had some absolutely serious population uh, in- increases of just recent times, uh, but it hasn't. Uh, <clears throat> it, it, it's been going for quite a while, and let's just talk about that in a second. Population, infrastructure, and employment, right? And let's talk about those right now. Uh, in the world of Australia and the uh, the situation, population up <clears throat> record. Like, don't miss this, folks. It's kind of like I sound like a broken record. I sound like a broken record. Uh, and you know what? Yeah, sometimes when things are things happen, and they kind of set a new expectation. Kind of like what happened with you know interest rates were down at two percent, and everyone thought you know they'd stay there, and they didn't. Uh, you know, this thing, you know, population record, population record. Uh, and it's been doing that for quite a while. Then I'm going to show you in a second. Infrastructure. Now, infrastructure. Now, we had record budgets. Now, we'll see if that record spending continues through. But some of the major cities have got record infrastructure plans. Sydney is going to build a brand new city. Uh with a brand new international airport, folks, with a million people, a million people uh, in a brand new city in uh, in Sydney, um, just southwestern Sydney. Brisbane, you know, the 10-year run-up to the Olympics, uh, insane. Melbourne, the largest public infrastructure projects in Australia's history. Uh, down there, the, the largest amount of... Uh, the largest amount of construction of the largest hospital in Australia or in the Southern Hemisphere, et cetera, et cetera. Massive, massive. And, and you know, many other examples around the country as well. And employment, uh, up and record lows of unemployment. So, you know, we're in, I think we're in pretty good shape, folks, when it comes to the world of the drivers. But what's going on? Let's deep dive into, you know, where are we? Can we do this? Can we do this? What what have we got ahead of us when it comes to the future in the world of Australia? Can we can we work it out? Two million people in the last five years, folks, uh, and that's that's crazy. That's crazy big, crazy big, right? Uh, and in the last year alone. In the last year alone, 560,000 people, folks, 560,000 people. Guess how many houses we built? (laughs) Guess how many houses we built in the last year? Folks, not enough, I can tell you that. Absolutely nothing when it came to the the construction industry. We're now at record lows. The population is bursting at the seams. And housing is at lows, low, 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 down, low. How low can we go? Well, I don't know if we can get any further down when it comes to the cost, uh, not the cost, the uh, construction, the number of properties being built and constructed and, and delivered. 
uh, in our in our country. And in places, some places it's a bit better, some places it's a bit worse, a bit worse. Is that is that proper English? I don't know. Anyway, you can tell that my uh, my English is uh, is not uh, fantastic when it comes to those descriptions. However, it still is the point. The point is, folks, that we don't have enough houses. What's going to happen? What's going to happen for us and the property market? Well, we're in a pretty interesting position right now, and uh, there's some uh, pretty interesting things to talk about and do when it comes to the world of property investing. But uh, let's have a quick look at this. 26 million people in Australia, give or take a a few. Right now, we've had an 8% population growth, folks. 8% 8% five-year population growth, insane, fantastic, huge, 26 million people, 2 million people over the last five years, absolutely huge, and uh, we're going to sustain that population growth when it comes to, this is the immigration um, uh, as well, it's going to be sustained over that period of time. Into the future, how did, how did we get to our record population this year? What happened? What happened? Well, according to the stats, that's 2.2 annual. There we go. Um, well, everyone had a few babies. That's good. That's good news. Uh, the population, the natural population increases. I, I think I talked about this one not so long ago. Uh, nearly every country in the world, there's only a few countries that are not at this point at the moment, by about 2050, the world population is a, is going to peak, folks. It's going to peak, and uh, well, the world replacement rate and uh, replacement rate and population will peak, uh, and it will slowly decline because we're not having enough babies. Anyway, interesting, interesting, interesting conversations. Anyway, but last year, this year. Everyone had a few babies, and uh, we had a significant amount, folks, a significant amount of people come into the country through immigration and uh, and uh, look to uh, call Australia home. And, you know, brand Australia, we talked about this the other night with Jeff, Australia is a very, very attractive place when it comes to the future. And, you know, what what advantages do we have when it comes to attracting people to Australia. Well, there's plenty of advantages, that is for sure. Uh, And if we think about it as property investors, folks, those advantages uh, line up pretty nicely with our aspirations as property investors. So the, uh, the, um, the world of competing for uh, population increases Australia's got a good name and a good brand, and and I think we're going to win on that front when it comes to attracting good quality uh, people to join our country uh, and uh, call Australia home. Pretty interesting. What does it mean, though, when it comes to where are they landing, where are they going, where was the increases in 2022? Well, you know, if you look at the winner, you know, Victoria, 161,000. Now, you know, a lot of people have a little bit of a, a whinge about, you know, Dictator Dan and all this sort of stuff, and it's pretty um, <laughs> it's pretty, um, it's pretty warranted, let's, let's face it. Um, he's a bit of a disaster. However, 
uh, you know, that, and, and there was talk about, oh, let's not go to Victoria. But I'm telling you, folks, Victoria is a fantastic place to have the right type of real estate. And uh, you, w- you wouldn't want to miss out on that. You've got then New South Wales, and then you've got, you know, Queensland uh, and, and WA coming in as four. So when Sam talks about the, the big five cities, the, uh, the five cities plan, right? He talks about this all the time, big five cities plan. You know, it's those four are the main cities. And as a property investor, you might choose, you know, one or two or three of those locations to uh, invest the majority of your property wealth. uh, And you might diversify out into maybe, uh, you know, somewhere that might be a bit more affordable depending on your budget, right? But folks, if we're looking at the pie population, well, they're winning. Those states and particularly those capital cities are winning the population game when it comes to Australia and locations for investing. And, uh, you know, for all of us, we need to think, all right, well, where are we going to invest? What's going to happen? And that's in 2022. But listen, folks, now we're at 26.5, 23, uh, 2023. What's the destination? What what are we looking at, folks, in in the next few years? Uh, and this is pretty interesting. By 2030, so in seven years, seven years, we're going to add 26. What's that? We're going to add another 2.5 million people. That that's the that's the goal of the government right now because they they know that we need to get people into the country for jobs and construction and all sorts of things. So you know, let's even if it's two million over the next seven years, that's pretty significant, folks. Right, we we did two million in the previous five, right? So we did two million in five years. It blows my noodle, right? Blows my noodle. So we did two million in five years, and we're we're de- we're, we're we're short we're short a million million houses already, folks. Now those million houses are going to take ten years to deliver. You know the government reckons. Oh, you know what? We'll we'll um we'll deliver them in four years. No, you friggin' won't. Not a chance. The the most properties we ever delivered in one year at the peak. Of our uh, of our ability in Australia was two hundred and thirty thousand properties um, at the peak, and that's when all of the construction was healthy, all of the lending was healthy, all of the you know inflation was down, like everyone was happy. We could get borrowing. It's a joke that they think that that's going to happen. And even if they get close, because they've got this build to rent thing going on, it's not going to help the people who want to buy homes to live in. Like it, like it's not going to help those who want to own a home, right? It's seriously, it's it's ludicrous. Anyway, you guys know my opinion on this one when it comes to the the popular uh, the the government. 2030, folks, that's a re- just seriously, that's just around the corner. Uh, and one of the things Sam talked about the other day, which I love, we are, you, you and I are just one double away. Folks, what's your property portfolio right now? What's your property portfolio right now? 
because it's it's th this is the call. This is the call. You're one double away from financial. That's the call when it comes to property values and wealth, because by 2050, Luke said it in the chat there before. Yeah, you nailed it, Luke. 40 million, folks. The world of good quality property in the right spot, even. Right now, we might be moving our purchasing power to some of the peripheral newer suburbs in some of the cities because of buying power or, or budget. <clears throat> but, folks, you know, that is going to be unbelievably powerful when it comes to Australia because, right, here's the stats. Here's the drill, right? Here's the drill. Tell me, look, talk to me. Like, talk to me, Goose. Today, Today we have 10 million dwellings, according to uh, the statistics. So 10 million dwellings. So 10 million. In the whole time we've been around, this blows me away. In the whole time we've been around, we've built 10 million dwellings. <coughs> but we need to build another 5.4 million dwellings uh, in the next. What's that? In the next 25 years. Is that close? 27 years. Come on now. Come on now. Who who, <clears throat> who even for a second, who, who for a second thinks we're going to get this done? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on. Check it out, right? We have in our whole entire colonial history, 200 and whatever years, 220 years, uh, we built 10.8, 200 years. But you know what? In the next 25 years, we need to build another 5.4 million to house another 13 million people. Anyway, interesting. Interesting. I don't know about you. It seems like a fairy tale that that would be even possible uh, to do or uh, have happen. What does that mean for us, folks? What does that mean for us as property investors? Uh, I think we're going to be in a pretty good place and space when it comes to the world. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, even if we could get our mojo on, Tim, you know, even if we could get some building back in the country, you know, even if we could, you know, help out the builders who didn't cause this problem in the first place, the government did, you know, you know, they just they've left builders high and dry in this country. Absolute disgrace. The government in that in that space and place. You know, there's lots of good builders and developers that could have been helped out with emergency funding and all sorts of stuff. You know, you didn't need to give them a handout, give them some loans. You know, now you're going to give all these build to rent companies from overseas loans to build properties that should have been built by our builders that that went broke. Guys are a disgrace. Anyway, there you go. Brain dead. Anyway, I'm a bit fired up this morning. But listen, you're right, Tim. Too many delays in the building industry. Not enough support for the right businesses and industry in this country. The government, um, you know, I think they've got their heads up their ass, to be honest. However, what does that mean for us as property investors? Folks, it's pretty, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I have never in my 20 five years of property investing and watching the market, seen the convergence of such 
positive energy and power for property investing that's not funny you know you know the the number one risk is these lunatic fucking politicians that's the number one risk but i can tell you this you buy some good quality properties that people will be happy to pay more than you did in the future that are great places to live your capacity to generate some wealth and some financial freedom for you and the people that you love is looking pretty good folks so don't dilly dally don't muck around i'm telling you right now <clears throat> if you wait another year or two you're going to be paying a hundred two hundred thousand dollars more than today and um th- this thing's underway folks this thing's underway it's already happening it's already happening the pressures the powers are there we're in the driver's seat anyway there you go. Thanks to McCrindle uh, and Jeff and the team for for uh, sharing that that info and stats with us. But I can tell you right now, um, there you go. Uh, if we are if we're smart about what we get up to as as property investors, you know, you got to do your budget. You got to make sure you don't over overcommit and stretch yourself. But listen, don't sit around. You got to miss out and. Um, you know, it's time to take some action if you haven't. If you've been worried, now it's time to get excited because it's on the other side of warrior concern right now, the marketplace. Don't dilly-dally, folks. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted this morning. Join me for another one tomorrow, folks. We do this every every morning. Well, most mornings. Um, some mornings in the last couple of weeks have been um, a little bit overcommitted, but... Uh, most mornings we get together about 10 past eight and we just we talk about what's really going on, what is happening, sort out the fear from the fact. And right now the fact is the marketplace and the information is looking very, very positive in our direction. If you can get in position as a property investor, then uh, you're going to uh, you know, get quite a benefit in the next, in the next bit. In the next 10 years, and that's not even talking about the $6 trillion that's going to be transferred across generations. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Anyway, I'm all big Kev about this one. <laughs> anyway, I'm just rabbiting on now. Folks, good to see you this morning. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Till then, you guys take care. Remember, things mouth on not a sprint. You've got to buy something, keep it. Buy a good, good piece of real estate. Buy well, don't sell. That's the drill. All right, folks. Adios. Have a good one. Bye-bye.